University. WMUL-FM, Huntington, West Virginia. And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm McMattawa. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, Justice Rules Against Detained Immigrants Seeking Release. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Square Ware will be with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. Turn temperature outside the muggy 90 degrees. And now on to our top story. The search for an indigenous expert and a journalist who disappeared in a remote area of Brazil's Amazon is continuing following the discovery of a backpack, laptop, and other personal belongings submerged in a river. Federal police say they've confirmed the items belong to the missing men. Members of the Univaja Indigenous Belonged Association said they were hunting for the men today, and federal police issued a statement denying reports their bodies had been found. Police earlier reported finding traces of blood in the boat of a fisherman who was under arrest as the only suspect in the disappearance. The European Space Agency has released a trove of data on almost 2 billion stars in the Milky Way. It was collected by its Gaia Space Observatory to create the most accurate and complete map of our galaxy. Astronomers hope to use the data to understand how stars are born and die, and how the Milky Way evolved over billions of years. The new data includes new information such as the age, mass, temperature, and chemical composition of stars. This can be used, for example, to determine which stars were born in another galaxy and then migrated to the Milky Way. The mission is already providing the basis for 1,600 scientific publications a year. Fears about a possible recession are pounding markets worldwide today, and Wall Street's S&P 500 tumbled into the maw of what's known as a bear market after sinking more than 20% below its record note set earlier this year. The S&P 500 dropped 2.7% in the first chance for investors to trade after getting the weekend to reflect on the stunning news that inflation is getting worse, not better. Prices are also falling sharply for everything from bonds to Bitcoin as speculation rises. The Federal Reserve will get more aggressive to get inflation under control, even if it risks a recession. Day after day, Russia is pounding the eastern Donbass region of Ukraine with relentless artillery and air raids, making slow but steady progress to seize the industrial heartland of its neighbor. With the fighting now in its fourth month, it's a high-stakes campaign that could dictate the course of the entire war. If Russia prevails in the Battle of Donbass, it will mean that Ukraine loses not only land, it will lose the bulk of its most capable military forces, opening the way for Moscow to grab more territory and dictate its terms to Kyiv. A Russian failure to the, in the Donbass, however, could lay the grounds for a Ukrainian counteroffensive and, possibly, to political upheaval for the Kremlin. The Supreme Court has ruled against immigrants who are seeking their release from long periods of detention while they fight deportation orders. In two cases today, the court said that the immigrants who fear persecution if sent back to their native countries have no right under a federal law to a bond hearing at which they could argue for their freedom. No matter how long they are held, the justices also ruled 6-3 to three to limit the immigrants' ability to band together in court. And outcome, the Justice Sonia Sotomayor, 
wrote, quote, will leave many vulnerable non-citizens unavailable to protect their rights, unquote. In recent years, the high school has taken an increasingly limited view of immigrants' access to the federal court system. Coming up, Kentucky promotes no-cost services to combat drug addiction. That and more news from across the tri-state when New Center 88 returns right after this. or just questions, the Poison Control Center hotline is here 24-7 with the expert help you need. Free and confidential. We hope you never need us, but keep our number by the phone. 1-800-222-1222. If you think you might be poison and you don't know what to do, call 1-800-222-1222. A message from your Poison Control Center. Neighbors. <laughs> uh, am I right? If you're like me, you've got thin walls and even thinner patients. What can you do for a moment's peace? Well, you can mask out the noise with WMUL 88.1 FM. Oh, sounds like old neighbor Marty's throwing dishes again. Why don't I turn on and tune in my radio to 88.1 FM? Ah, much better. WMUL 88.1 FM, the perfect solution for masking out noisy neighbors. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best new ca- newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Haley Manon. And I'm Nick Madawa. West Virginia has surpassed 7,000 coronavirus deaths. According to the Department of Health and Human Resources website, 7,001 people have died in the state over the past two years since the pandemic started. The state surpassed 5,000 COVID-19 deaths in the early December and 6,000 deaths in mid-February. The number of patients hospitalized from the virus has risen since hitting a low point for the year of 77. On April 20th, hospitalizations have increased 75% over the past month, going from 124 on May 13th to 217 today. The 1,989 active COVID-19 cases in the state are down from 2,690 on June 4th. The remains of an Ohio soldier killed while fighting in France during World War II have now been positively identified. PFC Sanford Keith Bowen of Ashland was part of Company 1, 3rd Battalion, 157th Infantry, Regiment 47th Infantry Division. The unit that was attempting to secure um, terrain near Repertzwiller, France, in January 1945 when they were surrounded by German forces. Only two men from his company made it through German lines, and the rest were captured or killed. The 26-year-old Bowen's body could not be immediately recovered due to the heavy fighting. Historians with the Defense POWMIA accounting agency says their scientists use anthropological analysis to identify Bowen. West Virginia tourism officials have launched a statewide waterfall trail tourism Uh, A a tourism official said 29 waterfalls are featured. They include some of the best known in the state, such as Blackwater and Sandstone. 
in some lesser known some lesser known cascades like Finns in the New River Gorge National Park, and Preserve and Drawdy in Boone County. Western Tourism Secretary Chelsea Ruby said in a statement that the trail is debuting at a time when research shows that an increasingly number of travelers are looking for outdoor recreational opportunities. Digital passports are available that will offer rewards to people who check in at multiple sites. Governor Andy Bashir has announced another step toward achieving a policy goal of offering no-cost services services close to home to help Kentuckians over, overcome drug addiction. His administration said today the state is working to establish counties as recovery-ready communities. The initiative is aimed at providing high-quality recovery programs across Kentucky. It's part of a comprehensive effort to combat addiction woes, taking a heavy toll on the state. Bashir says Kentucky lost 2,250 people to overdose deaths in 2021. He calls it, quote, devastating and extremely heartbreaking, unquote. A man has been found guilty in the fatal shooting of a West Virginia police officer who had responded to a pardon complaint. A Kanawha County jury announced the verdict on a second-degree murder charge today following three days of deliberations in the trial of Joshua Phillips. He originally was charged with first-degree murder. News outlets reported that the jury also found Phillips guilty of simple possession of a controlled substance. Charleston police officer Casey Johnson died after being shot in the neck in December 2022 or 2020, excuse me. According to testimony at the trial, Phillips fired six shots. Coming up next, death of black teen at juvenile center foreshadowed. That and more news from around the nation when New Center 88 returns. Stay with us. Here are three reasons why you should check out WMUL's website. With our Windows Media Server, our station can be heard around the world. You can listen to audio archives of sporting events and other original shows. With our online schedule, you never have to guess when your favorite show or music format airs again. www.marshall.edu slash WMUL. Your place in cyberspace. Imagine a friend has just told you they were diagnosed with a mental illness. What would you do? Awkward, isn't it? But what's even more awkward is... If you're not there for them, they'll be less likely to recover. Mental illness. What a difference a friend makes. To learn more, go to whatadifference.org. This message is brought to you by the Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You okay? Yeah, I'm just allergic to all these irritating radio stations. If you are being slowed down daily by drab radio stations, ask your doctor about taking WMUL. WMUL works by sending a stream of exciting news and sports coverage to the brain while taking out all the commercials slowing you down. Oh, much better. Thank you, WMUL. Side effects include but are not limited to exciting bouts of metal, jazz, blues, alternative hip-hop, gospel, rock, and more. A deficiency in commercials and an intense feeling of personal satisfaction and joy. Do not take WMUL if you hate happiness. I don't hate happiness. Ask your doctor about taking WMUL-FM 88.1. Welcome back to New Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Mattawa. Wisconsin Republicans are going to allow regulations. Democratic Governor Tony Evers' administration developed to control PFAS, pollution, to take effect. The State Department of Natural Resources Policy Board adopted limits on PFAS in Wisconsin drinking and surface water in February. 
The regulations limit PFAS to chemicals in drinking water to 70 parts per trillion and 8 PPT for most service waters that support fishing. Board approval sent the regulations to the Legislature's Republican-controlled Joint Committee for a review of administrative rules. Mike McAllison, an aide to the panel's co-chairman, Senator Steve Nass, said today that the community has finished studying the rules and has no objections. A lawyer for a father-son team of treasure hunters is accusing the FBI of either lying to a federal judge about having video of his 2018 dig for legendary Civil War era gold or illegally destroying the video. The FBI has acknowledged it was looking for gold at the Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania site, but says it found nothing of value. The duo believes the FBI recovered a huge cache of gold and have sued for information about the dig. Their lawyer is now asking a judge to impose sanctions after the FBI claimed it had no video of the secretive evacu- evacuation, even though evidence suggests otherwise. The FBI has been asked for comment. Wildfires burning throughout the American West are forcing evacuations. As crews deal with more hot, windy, and dry conditions, residents were ordered to flee remote homes near a wildfire in the mountains northeast of Los Angeles. In Arizona, firefighters are battling a wildfire on the northern outskirts of Flagstaff that has forced evacuations in the same area as another springtime blaze. Firefighters in New Mexico are battling some of the nation's largest blazes in tender dry forests. Federal officials say the number of acres burns nationwide so far this year is more than double the 10-year average. A self-published romance novelist who once wrote an online essay called How to Murder Your Husband has been sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole for murdering her husband at his workplace in Portland in 2018. Nancy Crampton Brophy was convicted of second-degree murder on May 25th following a seven-week trial. Prosecutors say she fatally shot Dan Brophy inside the Oregon Culinary Institute where he worked because she wanted his life insurance payout. The case drew national attention because of the essay that she had penned years earlier. The essay was not permitted as trial evidence. A federal civil rights lawsuit alleges that the death of a black teenager at a Kansas juvenile detention center was foreshadowed by a 2016 state inspection of the facility that noted systematic deficiencies in its handling of children with mental health issues. Cedric Loftins in its handling of children, excuse me, Cedric Loftins' foster father called authorities in September 2021 seeking help because the 17-year-old was hallucinating and needed to go to a mental health facility. Wichita police instead took him to the Shigwite County Juvenile Intake and Assessment Center. He was held there face down for more than 30 minutes. He died two days later. Today, his brother sued Sedgwick County, the city of Wichita, and others. A Sedgwick County corrections official has said workers followed a policy in restraining the team. Coming up next, your daily political update when News Center 88 returns, right after this. This is John Bon Jovi asking you to go to serve.gov to get involved in something you believe in. I'm a big believer in the power of we. We We can tackle the tough challenges we face and build community through service and volunteering. United we stand, united we serve. Are you with me? Go to serve.gov for more information about how to volunteer in your community. 
This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. Hey, Patrick, what's up? Hey, Michael, what's up with you? Uh, why does your voice sound like that? I know, it's awesome. I sound like a robot. You sound like T-Pain or Kanye. Yeah, that's the idea. Well, if you like the sound of those rappers, just tune in to 88.1 and listen to the new and old hip-hop hits. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Your voice is stuck like that, isn't it? Yeah, kinda. You moron. For the very best hip-hop, tune in to 88.1 WMUL-FM. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm Haley Mannon. And I'm Nick Mattawa. Major automakers are asking Congress to lift the cap on how many people can receive tax credits for buying a hybrid or fully electric vehicle. Currently, the number of tax credits allowed is capped at 200000 per company. General Motors and Tesla have already reached the cap, then Toyota is close to it. In a letter to leaders of the Senate and House of Representatives today, the chief executives of Ford, Toyota, GM, and Stellantis asked that tax credits be extended to anyone who seeks to buy a qualified vehicle. General Motors and Tesla have already reached the cap, and Toyota is close to it. Automakers say they want the cap lifted until, quote, the EV market is more mature, unquote, without giving a time frame. Amid criticism of other voting changes, a few noticed in 2021 when Georgia lawmakers shortened the period between an election and a runoff from nine weeks to four weeks. But the change is leaving less time to vote early before the state's June 21st runoff. Opponents say the shorter runoff period is meant to suppress turnout. Supporters say the four-week period is challenging for election, election officials, but they dispute charges of voter suppression. Only 10 of Georgia's 159 counties started early in-person voting before today. Of 71,000 requested mail-in ballots, records show more than 13,000 hadn't been mailed by Saturday. Some election officials say a five-week runoff would improve things. For months, Chair Jerome Powell has held out hope that the Federal Reserve will be able to raise interest rates high enough to throttle rampant inflation without tipping the economy into recession. Yet, with the Fed set to announce another sharp interest rate hike after it meets this week, days after the government issued a scorching inflation report, the likelihood that the central bank can engineer a so-called, quote, soft landing, unquote, appears to be dimming. With inflation at a four-decade high of 8.6%, Fed officials are likely this year to boost borrowing rates even higher than was expected just weeks ago. Bitcoin and other current cryptocurrencies were collapsing in price today after the major crypto lender Celsius halted all withdrawals citing, quote, extreme market conditions, unquote. It is the second collapse of a part of the crypto world in the last two months. The stablecoin Terra imploded in early May, erasing tens of billions of dollars worth of value in a matter of hours. Bitcoin was trading at roughly 22600 as of midday today, down more than 17% in the past day. Ethereum, another widely followed cryptocurrency, was down more than 20 percent. Donald Trump's closest campaign advisors, top government officials, and even his family were systematically dismantling his false claims of 2020 election fraud ahead of the January 6th attack on the Capitol. But the defeated president was becoming, quote, detached from reality, unquote, clinging to outlandish theories to stay in power. That's the assessment from former Attorney General Bill Barr, testifying at today's House hearing investigating the insurrections The panel is delving deeper into what is called the, quote, big lie, unquote, the defeated Republican president's false claims of voter fraud. The panel says Trump's falsehoods provoked a mob mob of his supporters to attack the Capitol. 
And coming up, Sequoia Ware will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast. And we'll be back with updates on the Russia-Ukraine war. Stay with us. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back into the Soul Ballroom at the Convention Center in Riviera Maya, Mexico. WMUL welcomes you to the mountain town of Blacksburg, Virginia. We are high up here at the Gund Arena in Cleveland, Ohio. It's the 2005 Crab Mac Women's Basketball Tournament. Welcome back to Firestone Stadium in Akron, Ohio. The 2005. Right in the first inning, no score here at Appalachian Power Park. Marshall. WMUL FM. Huntington. But mom, don't but mom me. You heard what the doctor said. I'm fine. I just got my bell rung. It's not like I blacked out. You've had headaches, dizzy spells, and you're just not yourself. That's not feeling fine. Come on. I can't miss the game. It's still serious even if you didn't black out. It's better to miss one game than the whole season. All concussions are serious. Know the warning signs and never let your child return to play before a health care professional says it's okay. A message from CDC. Sequoia Ware, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently, it is a hot and humid 94 degrees outside of the WMUL studios. Today, the high is 95 and the low is 75. Today has been extremely hot with a real feel of approximately 110 degrees. This evening, we could start to cool down and there's a possible thunderstorm as we get into the night. Tomorrow calls for an excessive heat watch warning, which begins at noon and goes until Thursday night. The high tomorrow will be 98 and the low will be 76. The heat watch announcement from the U.S. National Weather Service says to keep monitoring the forecast, but stay out of the sun and drink plenty of fluids for the next few days. Looking toward the rest of the week, temperatures will remain high, but thunderstorms are likely to stray Wednesday and Thursday and then clearing up on Friday. We'll cool off and go back into the high 70s and low 80s as we head into the weekend, but stay cautious of high temperatures this week, everyone. Today in weather history, in 1976, a half-wide tornado swallowed the town called Jordan, located in Iowa, and it no longer exists. Fortunately, there were no human fatalities, though hundreds of farm animals were killed. Thanks to weather.gov for that information and accuweather.com for our weather forecast reports. Currently outside the WMUL studios, it's a blaze in 94 degrees, so stay cool, Herd. That's your Metro Huntington weather forecast for New Center 88. I'm Sequoia Ware. Thanks, Sequoia. Now, on to Russia and Ukraine news. German Chancellor Olaf Scholz declined to comment today on reports that he is planning to visit Ukraine together with his counterparts from France and Italy soon. The weekly Blindum Sokotin had reported that Scholz would travel to Kiev with French President Emmanuel Macron and Italian Premier Mario Draghi, uh, Draglin. 
uh, Berlin before the month's summit of leaders from the group of seven major economies in Germany, several other European leaders, Germany's opposition's leaders, and members of Schultz's own cabinet have visited Ukraine in recent weeks to express solidarity with the country in the face of Russia's military assault. That has raised the pressure on the German chancellor to do likewise. Ukraine's national police chief says authorities are investigating the killings of more than 12,000 Ukrainians nationwide and the war Russia is waging. Authorities say the Kyiv region near Bucha today showed several victims whose hands were tied behind their backs. Some of the victims were found in a forest and a mass grave behind a trench dug out for our military vehicle. The Russian military reported destroying weapons that the U.S. and Europe had supplied to Ukraine. Mexico's president has slammed NATO's policy on the Russian invasion of Ukraine, claim, calling it, quote, immoral, unquote. President Andres Manuel Lopez, Arbador's comments were the latest example of his ambiguous stance on the invasion. Mexico has voted to condemn the invasion but refused to join in sanctions on Russia. Lopez Arbador said today that the Allies' policy was equivalent to saying, quote, I'll supply the weapons and you supply the dead, unquote. In March, a half-dozen legislators from Lopez Obrador's Marines Party helped create a congressional Mexican-Russian Friendship Committee. Uh, the Maroni Party has said, quote, we respect the freedom of thought of our members, unquote, if they want to support Russia. Coming up next, Swanky Pooch. Stay tuned. about that radio and concentrate on fishing. Besides, there's nothing good to listen to on the radio nowadays. Here we go again. Back in my day, music was good. They played all those good oldies that I love. Of course, they were called newies back then. But Grandpa, if we turn to 88.1 WMUL, we can listen to oldies. Huh? We can also listen to alternative, blues, jazz, hip-hop, and more. Oh, that in one station? Then hurry up, boy, get that radio working. 88.1 WMUL, the cutting edge since 1961. Here's your cappuccino, miss. Great, thanks. Coffee with cream? Look, almost half of all new STD infections are among young people 15 to 24 years old. Yet most infections have no symptoms. The only way to know for sure is to be tested. So GYT, get yourself tested. Visit GYTnow.org to find an STD testing location near you. A message from CDC. Merlin, I need your help. The armies of darkness are at Camelot's gates, but Excalibur is destroyed. Fear not, Arthur, for I have in my hands a weapon far more powerful than the world has ever seen. The pure, sweet song of its blade leaving the sheath is able to pierce the air itself. This sword doesn't have a name. It is WMUL, the cutting edge. You've supported her through every accomplishment in her life. Cross, pull, I tied my shoes. While your ultimate goal is to teach her to stand on her own. Let go, let go. I can do it. There are things she just can't do without your support. There were drugs and alcohol at the party. Talk with the teens in your life. And if they're in substance abuse treatment and recovery, support them. Help them turn the hardest thing they've ever done into their greatest accomplishment. For information and treatment referral, call 1-800-662-HELP. 
This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. And finally today on New Center 88, Hilary Swank has won a pair of Oscars as lead actress in a movie. Now she can add to her list and honor a supporting actor in a real-life story of a missing dog. Chelsea Blackwell lost her beloved Dachshund Blue in Albany, New York, when it disappeared. She began looking for it and came upon a movie crew. She asked about Blue and someone told her one of the stars had found the dog. Before long, a car pulled up and Blue was happily sitting on Swank's lap. It's a high-tech solution to a pretty low-brow deed. Officials with the Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority are planning to put sensors in elevators to detect what anyone with working sinuses can spot right away, the stench of urine. The MTBA is launching a program that would put sensors placed in four downtown elevators. The data would be collected with an eye towards setting up a system that can alert transit officials to sending a cleaning crew. Transit officials say not only does urine stink and creates unsanitary conditions, it can also damage elevators. Atlanta's public transit system tried a similar project about a day ago. It set off strobe lights and alarms when urine was detected. Italy's furniture and design industry sought to excite at a Malayne furniture fair after a two-year pandemic delay. It offered unapologetic, over-the-top statement pieces and multi-purpose furnishings adapted to small spaces. There were also sustainable creations by young designers pushing the industry toward a greener path. After a pandemic redecorating boom, the industry is looking to an uncertain future with raw material shortages, higher transport costs, and general economic uncertainty. Yet, the world's premier furniture and design fair kept the focus on innovation. It recorded a rebound in attendance during six days of previews that closed yesterday. Even without visitors from Russia, discouraged by war, and China, blocked by COVID travel restrictions. And that does it for this summer edition of New Center 88. Be sure to, be sure to turn in t- tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University in the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. For Nick Madawa, Sequoia Ware, and St. Bowles, and the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Healy Manon, and your thought of the day is, the hardest arithmetic to master is that which enables us to count our blessings. Eric Hoffer.
the best news program in the nation as honored by the National Broadcasting Society. More than 130 live Marshall sporting events every year. One of the top college radio stations in the nation. 50 years of broadcasting excellence. 88.1 WMUL-FM. This neighborhood sure has changed in my lifetime. You know, there was a time when people like me couldn't live here because of their race or the color of their skin. I'll never forget how I felt being told I wasn't welcome in this neighborhood, that this apartment was for whites only. That got better over time, but some people still didn't get equal treatment when it came to finding a home. Well, I own this building now. The Fair Housing Act made a difference for someone like me. It gives us the opportunity to live in communities of our choice, free from discrimination. The Fair Housing Act makes it illegal to discriminate in the renting or selling of a home because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, familial status, or disability. If you believe you have experienced housing discrimination, contact HUD at 1-800-669-9777 or go to www.hud.gov slash fairhousing.
Simple. 